Hey everybody, this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. I'm back to talk quickly about the winter training and getting enough rest, especially when you're lifting and we've got the holidays coming up. There's a lot going on and I'm talking to an athlete right now. It's December, I think today's the 15th, and he's got a busy week. Um, he puts in a lot of hours, but he has some seasonal holiday things going on and he has a break coming up with his wife and they're going on vacation and just trying to sort through everything. And, you know, I'd shot him an email that I was talking about in the previous podcast, just checking in, seeing how he was feeling mentally. And while he does feel fresh to ride and is super excited to race if anything happens safely in 2021, he had said, you know, I, I was tired the past couple of weeks. I know I had a lack of sleep, which played a big role it was tough to generate watts and then I'm looking at the calendar and you know there's lifting and there's work and sometimes when I can't do the intervals it's super frustrating. And so I want to look back and guys before Zwift happened and before there was indoor cycling to how we know it as today. Uh, I lived in upstate New York and I had rollers in the basement of my house. And at one point, I was just pretty much over training in a basement. There was no way I was going to be putting in two-hour rides. And what I told myself is the, the number one pillar of my coaching methodology is consistency. And I said, I just need to get consistent through the week and get myself to the weekend. And then I'll be outside and I will suffer through the cold. Um, on long endurance rides. And so all I did for probably two and a half months from December, January, into the middle of February, um, I don't know, maybe into March a little bit, was three one hour rides. And that was really easy for me to commit to because I knew it was only going to be 60 minutes. And if I was feeling good, I would go longer, but I'm really big on having mental matches going into the spring. You need to be getting excited about biking and stoking the fire, not having the fire slowly fizzle out into February. You know, Patrick and I have talked about making an episode about what is a January superstar. And really the Cliff Notes version is a January superstar isn't someone who's in shape in January. It's someone who's spent all of their matches that they get to January and then they're like, For, forget it, I'm over it, I don't wanna do this anymore. Like they totally fizzle before they even get close to the racing. So, you know, I progressed, I did very similar to what I've outlined in the five blocks to racing, going from tempo through high tempo, through low threshold, through threshold. It got to a point where my spring race prep inside, it was a nasty winter, was four by 10 at around 100% FTP. Um, and you know what? I ended up coming in second at the Tour of the Baton Kill that year. I think it was the first year I was getting my MBA. And I'd have to look to see about that, if I could find that old blog post somewhere. I wrote about how I drove up to Baton Kill the morning of the race. And it was like a five and a half hour drive. I woke up at like, I don't know, 3.45, drove there raced and then went home. It was just, there was a lot going on then. Um, but consistency, be consistent and then get out what you can on the weekends. It's going to be chilly. It depends where you live, bundle up, 
just ride endurance, get those base miles in. And if you don't want to do that, now you have Zwift. Now you can ride two or three hours on Zwift. And, you know, if you can mentally do intervals on the weekend, do some longer tempo and cut the ride shorter. You don't have to ride four hours on Zwift. Ride two and a half and have 60 minutes of zone three in there. You're going to be fine doing that. You just want to make sure you save those mental matches. The other thing that I had replied to him about was I've seen that sometimes he'll get up super early for a recovery ride or to jam something in on Monday or Wednesday. And there is nothing better than sleep for your training and racing. (laughs) You cannot be compromising sleep. Maybe an hour, but I'm here right now. It's 4.45 a.m. I want to say. And I'm going to be go. I need to be out of here at 530 to get to the gym before I go to an appointment that I have. Um, But what I said to myself was I didn't set an alarm. I said if I oversleep, like sleep later than I can't get to the gym and I have to go to this appointment, I'm just going to have to do the gym later. And if the gym takes priority of me being able to ride today, that's fine. But I'm not going to cut sleep to cram in the gym to cram in a ride. When you're just cramming stuff, your body, you're not going to lift as much. You're not going to recover as well. You're just going to get tired. And with it being December, you leave yourself open to getting very sick. And guess what happens when you get sick? Then you take a week off the bike or you take three days off training or four days off training. That is way worse than removing one workout. So remember that sleep is super important and don't shift things around in order to find yourself getting the workout in but not sleeping definitely do not trade sleep for a recovery ride Um, the last comment in regards to mondays and fridays if you're on a classic schedule where those days are off or your recovery days that does not mean oh i have extra time i can go to the gym today so i've seen some people starting to slide things around And lifting is really hard. Lifting, especially if you're like doing a deadlift that day, the neuromuscular shredding of your body is spectacular. And that is not recovering. That is just the opposite. So what I've found for most athletes, if you're still trying to figure it out, and if you haven't listened to the Ashton Lambie podcast I did, potentiation is getting your muscles ready to ride If you go, it's a lot to do in a day, but with other coaches I've talked to, um, while there's not a ton of literature out there, anecdotally, having your heavy lift on your, in the morning before your hard interval day in the afternoon is so far the best that we've seen, um, across almost all athletes. Um, now I understand everybody can't do that. Um, and also sometimes, you know, if you have kids and you have a ton of stuff going on and you're just trying to get a workout in, you got to pick and choose. I, this time of year, strength is still the name of the game. So you should be you know, getting in the gym twice. And then let's say you're riding three or four times or three times during the week, or excuse me, during the entire week. Um, maybe you can only ride like Wednesday and you're lifting Tuesday, Thursday, and you're riding on the weekend. If that's all you can do, that's all you can do. And that's fine. Just consistently do it. Um, you'll come in super fresh and like mentally ready to crush when the weather turns. So hopefully then maybe you can get a little bit longer ride outside when it's 
when the time changes and things like that. But don't overthink the schedule. Just be realistic. And if the schedule is driving you nuts, then you need to make a change because that is going to wear you down. Um, Even though we need all like to fill the schedule completely full and have a million things going on. That's not really always the best way to do it. It's not going to help you reap the most reward because remember to get faster and to get stronger, you need to break yourself down, but then you need to recover back up. So if you're just breaking, 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 you come out broken and you're not ready. And really those are more That's another type of January superstar in my mind. It's the person that trains, 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 trains. They never recover. Um, Everybody always says, damn, dude, when I have to go hard, you make me go really hard in training. But then when I have to go easy, it's like so easy. And that's the whole point. Really push the envelope and then really rest. People hate my rest weeks for the most part. Um, and I just tell people, hey, you need to have another hobby or you need to have a busy work week because you're not going to be riding a lot. You need to be cutting your training stress. That is the whole point of this. So this is another quick hitter. Hopefully you find some benefit within this 10 minutes of chatting about understanding how to schedule your week, keep things flowing and stay fresh. Talk to you guys later. And don't forget, we have a real blog, evoke.bike slash blog with way more information and a YouTube channel. And if you watch the YouTube, please subscribe. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers and we're almost there. Have a great day.